to do it. So, all right, we're live. Tapping birdie BMW Championship here with my favorite bloke, Tom Jacobs. He's staying up past his bedtime to be on. We greatly appreciate it here at uh, TIB Incorporated and and all our guests. So, how are you tonight? And once again, greatly appreciate you coming on. Yeah, look, I mean, apart from, you know, exhausted and just ready for bed, I mean, I'm absolutely fine, Brian. Um, always good, of course, to speak to you. I mean, I think the last time we really spoke was over the Open Championship when we had a celebratory <laughs> phone call about Brian Harmon, right? So um, always nice to speak to you, my friend. Yeah, I don't know if um, anyone knows, but we both bet on Brian Harmon to win the Open. He won by six shots. He was yeah. 100-1 to one plus, so I just want to – Make sure if there's any new listeners or if anyone didn't know we were on him, um, we hit Harmon at the Open. So are you kind of, like, good for the year? Like, I don't care what happens. Like, I'm totally con- – I'm not really going to bet next week too much. Like, I don't give a fuck if I hit a winner this week. I didn't care if I hit one last week. Like, it's it was a, a poor season, but I'm kind of removing myself from the outcomes of these tournaments a little bit. Yeah, so I had like I had a couple of three, maybe three or four winners before the Harmon one. So like adding in the Harmon one just made the year. Yeah. Up. So I'm pretty much free rolling at this point. I mean, obviously, if you start overexposing yourself in these kind of events, then it can get get messy quickly. But look, it's um, you know a 50 man field this week, 30 man next week, and uh, I'm not going to be betting too heavily on the Ryder Cup. Although I am in potentially in Vegas the weekend of the Ryder Cup, so Dude. Um, it could be a good time. That's awesome. Uh, that will be it. What are you doing in Vegas? Uh, so we're getting married out there in a couple of years' time, so we're going uh, venue scouting. Good reasons to go to Vegas. Congratulations on getting engaged. That Thank That's you. news to me. Um, I, I've met your lovely fiance. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've hung out in the city. That will be great. Vegas is a great spot. Um, during the Ryder Cup, I can't imagine – um anything i guess, I guess it's gonna be like 2 a.m when everything's on though is probably yeah like, i mean that's fine it's vegas right yeah i'm trying to think I, I don't remember what they did in 2018 did they have them at weird times or did they have them like in the morning in rome so it will be morning but it i remember like, going... are they gonna push it back for the U- for the American crowd, or they no, just like no, it just be on. No, so it just it's yeah. it's going to be at regular time. Yeah. So it's going it to be will, on super it, early. Yeah, it, it'll be two a.m. in Vegas, I guess. Um, like I remember watching one Ryder Cup there. I can't remember which one it it would have been. Yeah, I can't remember which one it would have been. It might have been Medina. Like it was okay. twenty twelve. Um, yeah, and I watched I watched a little bit of it there, and we just woke up and and kind of. But that was yeah. US Ryder Cup, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, slightly different. So, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a different vibe, but looking forward to it. I don't know. I mean, do either team look good at the moment? I don't know. What... Are any golfers good at golf? I, like, I there's think, like, I mean, no one's good on the Euro side. Yeah. No one's good on the, like, who is good? Who is good I mean, at golf? I don't know. I don't know. Is Scotty Scheffler good at golf? I am not sure if Scotty Scheffler is good at golf. Like, I'm just posing the question. I think, I think Rory McElroy is good at golf. And yeah, he that, could, those those words leaving my mouth are, are rare if anyone follows me. So yeah. um, you know, I can't deny it this this time around. Like he's he's playing great. But if you look at the the European and I think me and you have had kind of back and forth on, on the X, the the app formerly known as Twitter, all right, about this. But um, <laughs> you know, Shane Lowry, like what are we doing? 
<laughs> like Shane Lowry, Matt Fitzpatrick, Fitz Hovland. Fitz, like Fitz is stuff. having a terrible year. Like Fitz, is, Fitz, Fitz Lowry, yeah. Rose. Yeah. They're supposed to be like the Star Wars of this team. I don't want to get into the Ryder Cup yet. Can we no. talk about Lucas Glover? Yes. Where where have you been on Lucas Glover? I feel like everyone kind of well, got their hand in or bet him at some point this summer. I don't believe you were on him the last two weeks. Am I mistaken? No, no, no. So, so I, are you I'm okay not, about it? Like, how do you feel about the glove? I'm okay. Like, I backed him three weeks in a row. Um, what the last The last time was the miscut at the 3M. So you... I, so okay. you bet him at Rocket, yeah. uh, the Barbie, Wyndham, and three when, when it, John Deere, when when he came like top five, or whatever. Like, okay, it was John. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. top. Okay, so it was John Deere. Damn. Yeah. So you so were on him early. Like I was on anyone, him. anyone with anyone could have been on him at the the Barbasol. Like that was yeah. just like he was thirty five to one on DraftKings. Like he shouldn't have been. Like yeah. I had him first round leader. I don't know if anyone knows that. Like I just want to. It's always good to confirm that. these things, right? Like it's good um, to people know. Damn. I mean, if you were on him at the John Deere, like that's a proper shout. And yeah, I think, I think I think for me, I kind of just let it go. Like I actually quite like Lucas Glover, so if he wins, I'm I'm all right with it. Like um, I certainly didn't see him going back to back. Did you? De- but at least did you debate him at the window, or are you just like nah? No, I just gave up. Like so, basically, like. I basically did chairs like three or four weeks in a row and then it was sneaking up on four weeks in a row for Glover and I was like, like, nope, let's just jump off. Like, he's just missed a cut. Like, it's going to go wrong. Um, he'd only had like one seventh there in like 15 years. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't, it's a great course for him but it hasn't been a great course over the years for him and uh, look, he won. Um, yeah. And and he backed it up last week. I do think he might come unstuck this week which is a shocking revelation that he's not going to win three weeks in a row. Yeah. No, but, it's, like I, I again, like I can't. I'm not trying to make you feel worse about it, but like, yeah, keep like, trying. no, like I, like I went copped on at the Barbie, where I was like, okay, like it's pretty obvious, it's not an event. He shouldn't be 35 to one. Yeah. I him first round leader, and then I bet him at the three. I'm like, just like okay, like let's give it another shot. I wasn't like, yo, the three M's like the perfect course yeah. for Lucas Glover. Like this yeah. is his spot to win, and the it kind of pissed me off because I didn't. I was not upset he missed the cut at the 3M. Like, no part of me was like, oh, fuck. Like, Lucas Glover missed the cut. Like, I really thought he was going to win. And I didn't even consider him at the Wyndham. And then he's kind of coming around, and it's the cl- and it's like to the next week, and it's the classic. It's the absolute classic. If he finishes T2 at the Wyndham and Russell Henley wins, which – easily could have happened if he oh, was yeah. that tournament he is one of the most tipped golfers at the fedex st jude like he is uber uber popular there's still people that were on him but in general i i think you probably subscribe to this take when slap dicks win events you fade them the next week like I, and it's not like, oh, well, it doesn't actually like work out that way. Like usually if a mid-tier to lower end player wins, it's like that you fade them the next week. But I think it was a perfect storm of a perfect course fit, a FedEx Cup playoff bet that he had to play well. And it wasn't, you know, just some regular event. It's not like he, you know, won the Barbie and then played the 3M. Like yeah. he had to play well. He had motivation to get into the side of the top 30. It was 
literally a perfect course for him. He played well at it the year before. It wasn't just some regular event. It's a Ryder Cup year. Like, it was just kind of the perfect storm. And I never, ever, 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 ever would have wagered a single cent on him last week. But I'm an idiot. And the people that did are extremely sharp and smart and basically just said, fuck, like, whatever narrative or whatever thing I have in my head. He's a perfect course fit and he's in scorching hot form and he's 90 to one. It wasn't like he was 50 or 60 to one, yeah. which we see a lot with golfers after they win. Yeah. And I think, I think it's easy. I mean, this is kind of like a UK thing over a US thing. Like we get a lot of each way places, like eight places, seven places, six places. Right. So for us to bet inform golfers like that, it's a lot easier. Um, so like, for example, me tipping Brian Harmon to win the Open Championship is a lot different to you because you're literally going single bullet, he's going to win, yeah. right? I wanted, so, it. I wanted the each way on him. Yeah, I had a good of number, course. But, but like, it, yeah. it's, a, it's, a complete, you know, it's a completely different mentality. So I think that's why we don't see as much of people going back to these golfers so regularly. And like, I've tried to kind of get it out of my head that these people can't go back to back now because I think they can. Um, but you just don't think it's going to be Lucas Glover. Like I said why can't Brian Harmon do it after finishing third last year and, and coming off an open win, like maybe give him a chance. He's got, he's still got a chip on his shoulder and it wasn't him. It was Glover. Like yeah. it was just one of the two, right? Like yeah. it's not, you know, it, it could have been either one of them. So uh, yeah, it is what it is. I'm happy for the glove. Um, <laughs> he was in bad. He was in a bad way. Sweat wise. Right. In in the final. Yeah, round. He went full. No one like asks him about it or anything. Yeah. Like but, who, who doesn't look out for it though? Like who doesn't say yeah, like, come on, let's switch it up on the night. But truly, you know, we, we back off every week. Can't lay. That was a bad fucking beat. I would have been beside myself because when it's a playoff, it's like, if they just didn't do one thing, like Glover drilling back to back 20 and then 30 footers yeah. and then getting up and down for par on 17. It's like chipped in like a, like got that one hurt. And I, my condolences to anybody with a can't wait ticket. That was kind of a tough one to swallow. So, I mean, I, I kind of invented Lucas Glover for Ryder cup because <laughs> whenever someone American wins the like Ryder cup us team puts out a photo of the trophy. And I just commented under it. I emoji after <laughs> he won uh, the Wyndham, And now it's like a real thing. Look, I've, I'm not betting the Europeans. I'm 100% in on America. I'm not changing my stance at this point. I'm not going to do it. I've argued with too many people and I truly believe it. Lucas Glover should not be on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. I don't want him on my team as a U.S. backer. And I think it would it would be a mistake unless he like top fives this week and plays really well next week. So I think the only, the only sort of counter to that is like, is Lucas Glover with this wand a completely different player? Like I know he's 43 years old and like his career is done sort of thing, but you know, he's been on a couple of presence cup teams and yeah. stuff. Like it's not like he's completely new to it. Um, I think like, we just got to kind of get over the fact that his name's Lucas Glover and he hasn't won as many tournaments as he should have done. Um, it's a major champion. It's a guy that's shout won out Beth Page Black. Shout out Beth Page Black, two-time you know uh, winner in the last couple of weeks, and yeah, like maybe he's just a different guy. I I, I personally think that he's just going to get left off for Justin Thomas. So 
it doesn't matter. And I, I don't know what your like because I see a lot of people say like we don't want to play Justin Thomas. We'd rather play Lucas Glover, Brian Harmon, Wyndham Clark, etc. I don't know. Like I don't know if I'd rather just go up against JT when he doesn't have it. Like. I, like I talked about it even before Glover won last week. Like there are just no spots on this U.S. team. There is just no room for anybody. And it's like, okay, Brooks, like I tweeted out, like, okay, like Brooks wins the PGA. Brooks is not, I don't care what anyone says, Brooks is not on the U.S. Ryder Cup team if he doesn't win the PGA Championship. Boom, that's a spot taken. Then Wyndham Clark, who, do you think if Wyndham Clark finished second at the U.S. Open, he would be on the U.S. Ryder Cup team? It depends what he did. Like same after. season, same like same ever like same. Yeah, like this. yeah. Um, no, no, no. Okay, I think they'd find a way not because find a way not to put him on there. But like, yeah. Okay, so that's so that's yeah. fair. So another guy now that wasn't going to be on the team but won a major, and then I think the biggest example of it is Harmon because. Yeah, of course. Harmon, there would never even be remotely even a debate about him being on the team. And um, after he won, obviously, a fucking, I was high off my tits, but solidly of, of no laying up. I don't know if you're a fan of them. Uh, but he was talking about, look, the, this U.S. Ryder Cup point system is broken. And he made the point that if you want Brian Harmon or Wyndham Clark on your team, they should be a captain's pick. They shouldn't be an automatic pick just because they won one major. And in the moment, I was kind of like, fuck, like, no, like, Brian Harmon should be on the team. Now I'm kind of like, I kind of agree. Like, I, I think I think it's tough because if it, if it was JT or Scheffler that won those two majors, they would just say, well, he won a major, he should be it. But they would already be on the team. Though. No, I, I get that. But like, if even if even if they had had the exact identical like seasons that yeah. Harmon or, yep. or Wyndham had had, like, I think it's just the name value. It's very easy to say like, why are we automatically putting Brian Harmon on on the team when he shouldn't be? Like, it is some of the takes I think are, are interesting. Like at the end of the day, the system is what it is. Um, yeah. We, I mean, look, the European team's got Robert McIntyre on it. And he's had like a couple of good weeks, so yeah. he's like he could play well, and he could been he could have been in the way for a pick anyway. But at the moment, he's literally on the team through points, which yeah, I don't get. So yeah, it's it's, it's tough, and like now, and now it's like there were no spots, and then it's like Lucas Glover. It's like holy <laughs> shit! Like now there's even less spots. So let's run through it right now. Yeah, locks. Like going to be on the team, in my opinion, Scotty, Wendy, Harms, Brooks, Xander, Cantley, Homa, Ricky, and Speed. I I don't yeah. think like those guys are on the team. That's nine. Yeah, that's nine. I think more cows on the team. Like I, I think you can't leave a two-time twenty-six-year-old major winner that's going to be on every U.S. team for the next ten and, years. And was so good in this first Ryder Cup. Like, yes. Life. Collins on the team. You have two spots for Young, Finau, Burns, Keegan, JT, Bryson, and Lucas Glover. I mean, it's but on. Bryson's out. Yeah, Bryson's out. Bryson's not going to be on the team, but I honestly don't hate it. Where are you at? Let's let's go through. Where are you at with Cam Young on this Ryder Cup team? Do you think he deserves no. a spot, and do you think no. he'll be on the team? Not yet. If he won okay. this week, then obviously that changes, but because you're, you're looking at what he's done at the Open. You might not even get it to Eastlake. 
No, like he's he's not hitting the ball well enough. Like he's driving it like Cam Young does. But when was the last time he gained an approach like significantly? Yeah. It's, it's not a lot. So um, you're out on Young unless yeah, he wins or top five. Whatever to be wins. top fives this week. He would have to win, I think. Okay. All right. What about Finau? Is Finau deserved a U.S. Ryder Cup spot? Finau's going to get that kind. He's the one that could get on it without winning because he's popular and he's done well. Um, I think it's between him and who else? We got Bradley Burns and JT. It's him and JT. And Glover. And fucking yeah, Glover. It's, it's him and JT, unless Glover wins again this week, in which case then he's in. Like, who would you again? You're. Who would you rather have, like, just take all by side? If you, like, needed the U.S. to win, who would you rather have on the team, JT or Finau? Finau. I don't know. I go JT. I go, I'll, yeah. I'll go JT. I am not a huge JT guy, and I've kind of been hard on him. I would rather have him on this U.S. Ryder Cup team than Tony Finau. So, so I think the 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 argument to that for me is that like the big thing about JT is how good his partnership is with Spieth, and Spieth's not playing that well. I don't know. He's turned a little bit of a corner. He, he has turned a corner, but he's not playing like Spieth has been in the other Ryder Cups that he's coming to. Yeah. Right? So, I think that's the only the only question is if you're doing it purely because he pairs well with Spieth, then don't do it. If you think he's just going to turn up. Which look, he showed on the final round of the Wyndham, like what he can do when his back's against the ball. Um, I don't know. Is he going to go and play? Like, is he going to play Czech Masters? It's just, it's tough with JT because I think in any other year, I would be vying for him to be on the team. But like, I really like, do. Wasn't it couples that said, like, unless he gets to the playoffs, he's not playing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I think the real person that's going to get fucked and he needs to play well this week and he knows it is Keegan. Keegan's yeah, gonna get fucked. Keegan can't get on without a win, which is which is a tough scene because I I really like Keegan. I know you yeah. do as well. Like I, I think he's a really impressive player. Who if people think back to that 2012 Ryder Cup, like he was electric. Like he is unbelievable and a little bit like Lucas Glover. He's just revitalized his career a little bit this season. And you know he he's a different. But between those wins, he's been dog shit. Yeah, like that's like, kind of my thing with Keegan. It's like. I love Keegan. I ride for Keegan. Yeah. He he has one good finish other than his two wins. Like he's literally done nothing. Like he, he won the Zozo, which is not an alt field event, but actually no, Hovland and Kyle were in the field. It's a good field. Like he it has, was so it was long ago as well. So it's yeah, it was like a long ago. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Fucking a, literally a year ago to the Ryder Cup. And then yeah. he like pops and wins the Travelers. Like any other year, he's on the team, and yeah. I think he needs to win a top five this week. Like I think it, he really, 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 really needs to play well these next two weeks because I just don't see it. I don't know if I believe Fred Couples about Cam Young. I think again he needs a top five. I Finau is off for me. Finau is off my team. I don't know what will happen. I don't want Finau on my team. I'm fine with. Young and Keegan or Young and JT. I think I'm out on Glover, even though it it I don't know. I don't know. I haven't made my mind up about Glover on the Ryder Cup. I, I think it's gonna be interesting because I'd love to see him Harmon. I mean, I wouldn't as a European guy, right? But like him, Harmon and, and Clark just have a good Ryder Cup and just kind of shut people up a little bit. But I, yeah, it's not gonna happen. And and I think I think the one person, really, and you've mentioned it a couple of times now, like, Finau has been bad this year. 
Like really, really. <laughs> if he didn't win Mexico, yeah. like he would legitimately be having a fucking terrible season. Yeah, like, and he's so back in points. It's like, what's even having the point of the points? And and the disappointing thing is, like, of everyone's been moaning about the the world rankings, right? And how people are just climbing into the world rankings really easily. Finau's dropping like a like a back, like he's nineteenth. And and I think the thing is for me with Finau is that I think a lot of people saw him win three times in 2022 and were like, right, it's this is it now. Tony's going to go to the moon. And he's, again, look, he's won Mexico, but what was that, like a two-horse race? Like, it's, it, yeah, it's bad. Like, he's been no, so... No, people, like, get mad at me. It's like, the dude never shows up when the best golfers are in the field. No. Seriously. It, like, he has weird. before, but since he won... Um, yeah, but, he's actually, he won but he was three... better in those big fields before he won. Like exactly. it, it's, not, it's not translated. It used to be like, oh, he go really close in the big field, so you think he can win a small thing. He wouldn't win the small thing, and now he's won the small things. He but he does pick. nothing. Yeah. He did right. nothing in the majors. He did. Which is gonna be funny when we come on to our event. picks in a bit. But like, so it's tough for me to put Finau on the team if Tony Finau was like I don't have a perfect example, but if Tony Finau was some other guy that wasn't extremely likable. And what hasn't been on the last four U.S. teams? Like he's been on the last two Presidents Cups and last two Ryder Cups. It's like, yo, like Zach Johnson just has a really, 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 really hard job. And I guess, like, do do I guess it's does he have enough about him off the tee in comparison to JT to make him a difference? Like, you know what I mean, like, like as Cam Young offers that, right? Like, I know JT hits it a decent way yeah. and it's good off the tee generally, but like. The way Finau and Cam Young separate themselves is with their driver. Like, is that enough of an asset to put one of those two players on? And does yeah. someone want does someone want them as a partner? Because I I think that Harmon, Cam Young, or um Cam Young Glover would be a fucking sick yeah. alt and shot team. Yeah, like I think that's the thing. Like, do you, is that how a Finau or Cam Young gets on because they need someone for Harmon? Yeah, but I also, like, I don't know, obviously I don't even know if he's going to make the team, but, like, people are floating, like, Harmon-Glover pairings. No, yeah. you can't pair them together. They fucking, like, they're, you can't pair those two together. No, no. I mean, maybe you could put them against fucking Stevie Yeggs. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding about Stevie Yeggs. Can we get your 12 for the Euro team? Yeah, so it would be Rory, Vic, Rahm, Hatton, Fleetwood, Fitz, Lowry, Rose. How many is that? That's eight. And then we've got Moronk. Moronk. Bobby Mack. No. Well, he's in at the moment. So, yeah, Bobby Mack. Nikolai okay. Hoygaard, I think, has got to go. Um, it's so tough. Like, Where are you on Ludwig? No. You're out on Ludwig. Yeah, on like, why? Why would I? Why would? Why would I do it? Like, there's. I don't think there's any redeeming reason to like. People have said like this before. Like, we should basically just take these young guys because <laughs> they'll be on the team in the future. Yeah, and because we're going to lose, so it doesn't really matter. And it's like, well, like I don't ever subscribe to that. Like, we should probably have someone that we think can win the tournament. So, it's. I yeah I don't know it's really tough because I thought Aaron Rye was just going to randomly step up <laughs> he hasn't like he okay. sucked um, so I was on Olison earlier in the year like we've had some really weird people like step up I think it's ultimately I mean Stracker 
He's got to be. Oh yeah, Tracker. We forgot Tracker. He's on the team. Yeah, he's probably the other guy. And then sneakily, like someone like Thomas Dietrich was playing well, but I think yeah. I think the, the the real crisis that Team Europe has had is we've left. So it's this week is the ISPS Hander, which is potentially one of the worst tournaments right. in the world, and then um, we've got the Czech Masters next week, and then they're making the picks before the Irish Open and Wentworth. Like how do, and both of those are happening before the Ryder Cup. Yeah, so they've made the, they're going to make the picks, and then those two events going to happen. So it's going to be Which great. Will actually, they, have good fields. Yeah, so they're going to they're going to make the picks, and then all of a sudden, like let's just say, for example, Seamus Power is left off the team, which he should be, and he goes and wins the Irish Open. You're going to look really stupid. Yeah. Um, where are you on Stefan Jaeger? I mean, we're so desperate that. Like I, I just I don't understand. Like I know you like the DP, but like playing on the PGA Tour means something. Yeah, like you what you've <laughs> got to what you've got to think is how many like if he played on a DP World Tour this season, how many times would he have won? And I think the answer is probably twice. So there's a good argument to have him on the team. Like yeah, I I, do, he, I, I don't think improved. he's gonna be on the team. No, not like, not even but, a consideration. I don't think. But really, yeah. No. I'm gonna call up Luke Donald. Like I, I just I don't. I don't. Get... I don't even necessarily. I don't think he's even allowed on the team. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think I think he's literally not even because he's not even on the points list. So I think he might not even qualify. Cool, 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 cool. Um, that's a mistake. Um, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, Ludwig. I, I don't know. I think they'll probably have him on. Bet three sixty five seems to think that he'll be on the team. I don't hate it. Um, as a US backer. Like I, I don't, I think it'll what, be fine. What, like, he's been exciting, and he, and he can clearly go low in one or two rounds, which is probably all you need in the Ryder Cup. But he's not going to make you win the Ryder Cup, is he? No, you just kind of so, hope he could just like hang around. But again, like this is where I know everyone likes the Euros. I don't know where you land on it, but it's kind of like, yo, the U.S. debate for the 12th spot is between Justin Thomas and. Tony Finau and Keegan Bradley, and the last spot for the U.S. is kind of like Aaron Rye and well, Stephen so, Yeager. Like, like I, uh, like I understand, like on paper, like this has happened before, but has it really ever been like this pronounced? Like the U.S. used to have fucking J.B. Holmes and fucking Ryan Moore well, on their ride. The thing is, teams. like people, the, the the real difference this time is like we've had out of form players before, and it's been people like Poulter and Westwood and Sergio that have needed picks. And they have got years and years of Ryder Cup experience and really good stuff, and they continue to live. I mean, even Poulter didn't in like was it like 2014 or whatever. He was pretty disappointing, right? So, like, eventually that didn't even work. So when we have to start wondering whether we're going to pick Alex Noren, Victor Perez, or Adrian Demontchassar because he's great on the corn fruit, so I'm like, we're fucked. Like, I just, I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> and it's then tough. that, and then again, my biggest thing about this Euro team is that. These guys that like are supposed to be top seven, top eight players, like specifically these three Rose, um, Lowry, Fitz. and Fitz. It's like, yo, like you kind of need them to like step up because they're gonna be going against like Cantley and Xander and Homa and like the, the that's where again, I think the top three on Euro are way better, but I think 
everything else is, is but, pretty but i think also it. like the thing that you always see people come back on when when people when they write them off is like oh well they're going to set up the course to suit the europeans yeah. right our best players need it to be set up exactly the same as the americans it's a lot it's like a it's I, i'm gonna say it's a bomber's track it's not fucking yeah. Nash, but, yeah. but we also need like no matter what course we go to from now on there's no good having these really tight fairways yeah. with like hard greens because we don't have those players anymore it's not it's not the golden age of molinari and fleetwood smashing greens every five minutes like it's yep there we go but no I I, I, yeah i think people are like thinking that like oh mm. like they'll just it's not really like that like no. we've seen a lot of bombers win there and i i just it's tough my money's gonna be on america for it to for me to even care i'm probably gonna have to bet like a grand on them so <laughs> we'll see I, I don't know but i'm I'm taking on all the Euro haters, but you are at not the Euro like backers. Like you are actually like, um, like reasonable about it. And you like, can kind of see both sides and be like, yo, like Lowry kind of like sucks and he didn't even make the playoffs and he's supposed to be like one of our guys. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. BMW championship this week, second leg of the playoffs, Olympia fields in Chicago. Last time we saw this, John Rom won at minus four in a playoff over DJ. Um, I think people are excited for this course. I'm excited for this course, but this is a classical American bent grass, tree-lined course. Like I liken it to Oak Hill Memorial, the BMW Championship last year at Wilmington. Um, what are some others? But yeah, like those types of uh, TPC Potomac. Um, two years ago uh, that we saw for the Wells, like difficult, bent grass, thick rough, heavy driver, of course. So that's kind of what I'm thinking uh, for this week. What What is your kind of read on the on the? Yeah, game? it's pretty similar, right? Like BMW Championship historically has been an event that's fairly similar to the US Open PGA in modern years, right? Like it demands driver off the tee. It demands... You know, very steady play. Jim Furyk won the 2003 US Open, then Ram beats yeah, DJ yeah. Uh, to win the tournament in 2020. So that kind of gives you every impression you need. I think, I think for me, the one thing I would say is that some of the shorter hitters, and this will come into sort of conversation with our picks later on, can contend here um, more than people, you know, potentially think. Um, you know, Brendan Todd finished eighth here in 2020, so you can do it. I wouldn't want to rely on that. Uh, I think you need someone that's absolutely striping it, and that that will come into consideration. But yeah, I, I think for me, it's like those classical courses that you talked about. And I think just event form in the BMW Championship, like they obviously aren't all in the same area, but they're all northern, northeastern states, right, with the same sort of grass types, same sort of tests. So I would look at people that historically have done well in this event, regardless of, of yeah. The so Cantlow's going to go three in a row. Like, well, that, that's the interesting one is like I thought that and then I thought I was speaking to kind of Matt on the drafting show. Like, is it like, is he going to win at four under? Because he's won it. I mean, last year was kind of difficult. Yeah, last year was like medium score. 14 under and 27 under he's won at, right? Yeah. But then he's won the Shriners at nine under, which is typically at 35. So maybe. Cantley, honestly, Cantley's not fucking winning. He has no, because zero he, guts. He's lost three playoffs in the last <laughs> since the start of 2022. So, um, wait, what? Yeah, he's lost three playoffs since the start of 2022. In what events? Uh, the Heritage last oh, week, okay, and 
Phoenix against Scheffler. Um, so Scheffler, he's lost to Scheffler, Spinks, and, then, and then Tom Kim, him at Toronto's was basically a playoff. Yeah, like they were even on eighteen, and he and he nuked and him he moved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, famous last words. Yeah, I, I don't think Cantley's gonna win. And he beat Scott um, Stallings last year. And he beat Scott Stallings last year. But this is kind of where he he makes his hay. Um, out of the top three, who do you like the most? I know you're not betting on any of them, but if you were to, uh, who would who do you like? It'd be Rory, like yeah, I'm, I'm like, with you. He, he's playing so well, and it's so hard to deny now how well he's playing. And it's funny, like he always says when he loses a major, doesn't he? Like, oh, at least I got the FedEx Cup, and I always do well in that, and I win it. And you kind of laugh at him a little bit, but by the same token, he has won the FedEx Cup three times. He's the only person to do it. He does seem to step up in these big events. So seven to one's not that bad the way he's playing. I don't think. Yeah, I think Rory. Like I, I totally like Rory to win this week. I'm just not betting him at seven to one. Like that's just not my vibe. And I, I guess the, I guess the it. only point you can make is like, is Scheffler now the better play because he doesn't have to make as many birdie putts this week? No, I'm dude. I'm, I'm, so I'm giving up on it, like, I, I, I'm actually this is a TIB sponsored mortgage play hammerlock. Rory <laughs> over Scheffler this week in a matchup. I yeah, I agree. I, agree I love it. Like, I'm just trying to look up the sides. I don't. I know Scotty can turn it around, but to go to a new putter and have one of like the worst putting performances of the year, I don't care who you are. That takes a toll on you. Like that mentally fucks you up. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze Scotty, but when everyone all they talk about is how bad your putting is, and you switch putters to a custom made putter for you, and you still putt horribly, that's tough. In my opinion, maybe you can figure it out. One good round with it as well. So everyone kind of thought that he was going to be all right. And then he still lost whatever, like three or four strokes. And his iron play is getting progressively worse. Yeah. It's still still good, but it's getting worse. Yeah. So I'm I'm nuking Rory over Scotty. Rom, I'm fine. I I don't think he's going to win. If Rom wins, then fine. Like I've I've got to this point with Rom. Like I was so confident about him at the Masters, but other than that, I've just not really cared about John Rahm. Um, and I, I said at the Open, and obviously it didn't turn like, – he still played well, but he didn't yeah. win, which I said he wouldn't. It takes a while to win after you win the Masters. It just does. Like yeah, I, it, it, It's yeah. the most important tournament in golf history. People don't win the Masters and go on runs after that. We Last two Masters winners, we've seen them go on hot runs. They win the Masters, and it takes them a while to win again. Rahm will win early next year. He's not winning this year. I think Tory Pines. They're, they're, ha- they're like handing out a 10 to 1 on the winner of this time last year, and he's the number two player in the world. Like, I'm out. Um, so I'm a hypocrite, I'm a loser, and I'm betting Victor Hoblin this week. Um, I got an 18 to 1 on Bookmaker, but he's 16 to 1. I'm fine with that. Like, I were you on him at um at Memorial? No. Okay. Which so, which sucks because I basically backed him every week until then. Like I, after what was it after the PGA? I basically said he was. You ha- did you had him at the PGA? Yeah, I had him at the PGA and the US Open. Respectfully, yeah, you, you should have been on him if you were on yeah. him at the PGA because that was yeah, a great pick. It, it was a mistake, and <laughs> and but I basically suggested he was a top three player in the world, and then he's basically just. I mean, I don't think he listens to me, but like he's definitely gone downhill since I comment. Um, yeah. I bet him a fuck ton after the memorial, and I regret it honestly yeah. because I missed the win, and I was just kind of keep chasing. 
However, however, these are the types of courses, at least me, in my own opinion, these are where Hovland plays best on these long driver-heavy bent grass green American classical golf courses. He had an amazing showing at the PGA Championship. I know this is dumb. He gained like 16 strokes to the field, which wins the majority of PGA Tour events, and he just kind of got run down by the greatest major player of the century. And then he wins Memorial um, a couple weeks later. Again, another driver-heavy, difficult bent grass golf course um, with Dick Ruff. So really kind of just off of that and just off the fact that I've been betting him and I don't give a fuck if he wins or loses. Like I will if he's in the mix and he fucks it up. But again, like I said, I've removed myself from the winner. I don't – it's fine. If he doesn't win, I'm not going to be upset. The season's over. I'm but not- I just think these are the courses he plays well on and I've been betting him and I'm fine with an 18-1. to one. There's not many better drivers of the golf ball out there like – I know statistically he might not be as the, at the moment, but just watching him and the eye test is great. And look, like I'm saying, he's, he's kind of gone downhill since that comment, but he still finished 19th for the US Open. He was 12th going into the final round. Uh, he was 29th for the Travelers, but he was 10th going into the weekend, 25th for the Scottish Open, 13th for the Open after being fourth going into the final round, then 13th last week going sixth into the final round. Like he's been basically inside the top 10, living in the top 10 for the most part. He's just kind of one bad round. So yeah. there's no reason to think that Hovland can't put it around together for four. This and I've and I, I, I bet him on bad courses for him. So it's like, I'm just going to bet him on a good course. Yeah, that him, makes sense. In my opinion. I get it. Um, where are you at on Tommy? Uh, yeah, just... This I, is getting pathetic. I, yeah, like I was a bit harsh to him yesterday and called him gutless, but I don't... Yes, he's the like, definition of gutless. I, I think, I think for me, like every single time you think it's going to happen, like even last week at the St Jude, like he he was third all week, and then he had a great chance. Like Glover goes into the water and he just pars his way in, and it's just like what, like what is going on? Like I don't understand. Like Butch Harmon's obviously coaching him now and and giving him a lot of help. And look, I think it's actually the probably the best season Tommy Fleetwood's maybe ever had, even though he's won plenty of times on the, on the European Tour, right? And he's wasting it. Like him, Hatton, whoever else, they're wasting their year. Like, and if he doesn't win this week, he's he's got one more week. So, like, he needs to figure it out. Um, I think he's definitely benefited from having to play in America for the season, which is good for him. Um, and I think we could see a female style breakout where he wins a couple of events next year after struggling for so long but it's got to happen did you <laughs> like, consider him this week i did and then i realized that he wasn't going to win yeah I, like and i was debating him last week and i'm like what's more likely tommy fleetwood's wins or he disappoints you on sunday like i'm at the point where tommy it's like if he wins there's no fomo like there's no, no like i should have been on him because there's a large enough sample size of him not like oh he just didn't win on sunday it's like he made some really bad errors to not win on sunday and i'm just like i'm good and I, and I think the thing with me is at the moment i kind of caught myself maybe last year or the start of this year realizing that i get i lose my emotional attachment to golfers because of betting so at this point i want to enjoy a fleetwood win and i won't be able to do that if i bet on him so yeah just don't bet on him. Like, if I miss him at 22 to 1, I'm fine with that. If, if he was, like, 50 or 60 to 1, and it's like, well, he's been playing really well, like, I'd be gutted. But 
if he wins in 22 to one, I'll just say, yeah, fair enough. I had two players at similar prices that I thought I had a better chance. Yeah, I, I agree it's going to happen, but it's just it's too much for me. We're both on Homa this week. I yeah. really liked what I saw out of him last week. Um, again, a winner at TPC Potomac, which I kind of like as a comp. Um, I think this is kind of his style, of course, like classical. Oh, Wells was the other one, like classical yeah. American bent grass golf courses. Um, and he's playing well. And I, I think that books are kind of catching on. I know it's a smaller field, but not everyone's got, it's got way worse, but Homer was like 35, 40 last week. And now he's 25. Um, he can win at 25 to one in this field. I like him. Yeah. Like it was, it was a bit of a late decision for me putting Homer in actually, like it was kind of like later last night. Um, but when you look at the courses he's won on, you've already mentioned kind of the two worlds wins, one at Potomac, one at uh, Quail Hollow. He's won at Riviera. He's, um, you know, one at Torrey Pines. And he's beaten Keegan Bradley twice, Cameron Young and Matt Fitzpatrick, like, and Tony Fina. Like, they're all players that I think you would consider for this type of test. And he's beaten them. And I think he will come to the fore now. And, and I, th- I do truly think that that 10th, at the Open Championship, given that little yeah, yellow, like, yeah, thing, yeah the, on the on the Wikipedia is a big thing for him. Love it, love that narrative, love that narrative. Finally got his first <laughs> top ten in a major, and now he's he's ready to fuck. So like I'm I reckon, I'm I, I reckon he's screenshotted that yellow square going up on Wikipedia, and it's just his background. Homer's winning it. I hammered him. I yeah. I because I, I got a boost on Bookmaker. I hammered him, so I'm in. Um, I'm out. On Hatton, Colin, Spieth, yeah. and Decky. I think Spieth could play well. To be honest, I like him. I, I, I think, think of, I that, of that group, it would be Hideki for me, but I just think he's lacking that power off the tee that he used to have. Um, I don't get his price. I think they're Why just, is he 35 to 1? Because he's just the type of person that when he flashes, he does tend to win. But What did he do last week? It's just like it's just it's just steadiness, right? Like he hasn't been like standard. It's not like he finished sixteenth. And I said this to people, like everyone has been back in Hideki. I'm like, what's he gonna do? Finish thirteenth to sixteenth? Like it's gonna happen every week. Like that might become eighth or ninth this week because there's less players in the field, but I don't think he's gonna win. So Yeah, I think he's had a horrible number. I he's been he was like I just don't understand the number. I don't know why he's so low. I know he played well here last time, but I, I think I think a lot of that's baked into it, like because you've only got one event. It's like who yeah. can I, who can I draw from that one event? And it's John Rahm, Hideki, and Fitz, and you're definitely not going to Fitz. So yeah. like Fitz, what what is he? Fifty five. Wow. Um, where are you on Young? I thought he was going to win last week. He didn't. Yeah. No. Like if I if I'm not taking Tommy Fleetwood, I'm not taking Young. It's the same situation. I, again, in kind of just the cl- – like, he's played well on a lot of different courses, but Cam Young hasn't played well on classical American bent courses. I think I think people see, like, it's going to be a tough driving course and back Cam Young, and I, and I get that. Um, why is he suddenly going to make putts? Yeah. He put it okay last week. I don't know. I, I might have to bet him just because I bet him last week and I don't care. I might be a little bit overexposed, but like yeah. whatever. Um, Tony Fina, are you betting him? Yes, and and this is coming back to that point. <laughs> like this is why I would take him over JT in the Ryder Cup because I think he can win this week. Um, he was one of those guys that top five here uh, in 2020, right? And that was before he was kind of the player he was now. Uh, shot a final round 65, 
that week, but it wasn't a case of like that was the only reason he got up there. Like he was in there the whole time. And you look at last week, like he had opening round 67, he was 15th, and then a 69 on Saturday. So he just had two poor rounds that really cost him. He had that seventh place finish at the 3M, which again, 3M, I don't know how much that really means, but it was driver <laughs> heavy and and I like that. I just, I basically, if I'm being honest, Brian, it, it, we've we've run out of time to bet our favorite players, so I might as well bet Finau before we can't. Yeah, it's the end of the year. Do whatever. Last day of school. Like, is, do whatever you that. want. My whole time. Um, <laughs> your winner this week, Cam Davis. I, why? Yeah. Why are people not betting him? I'm confused. Well, the thing is, like, Cam Davis is is playing the best he's played, like, consistently. Yes. Temp 7 6. What what he's not doing is showing up, I think, on the stat sheet that he normally would. Like, I think a lot of the time people have seen him like T to green and just being an absolute monster and not getting over the line. But I kind of like the fact that there's kind of room to improve in that approach. He's in like all categories. He's yeah. kind of been like very consistent. It's more, it's more balance, which is what yeah. I like. Like at the, at the PGA, he lost putting. At the Heritage, he lost putting. At the Players, he lost an approach. Like, it's better to see him in all four categories and then suddenly he spikes with his driver for a couple of rounds, um, which has been improving every week um, over the last three weeks as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a great golf course for him. And we've just seen him step up in big events, right? Like the yeah, players. Player, um, and he's great on bench. It's a driver-heavy course. Fuck yeah, Cam Davis. Like, I, I actually with think places, it's With places. Yeah, oh, 100%. But, like, he he's the guy that... Everyone seems to bet when I just look at it and go, I don't, I don't understand why you're backing Cam yeah. Davis. So like, and it's normally like 33 or 40 to one. I'm like, what, like, why? And then all of a sudden yeah. he's 60 to one in a 50 man field, and everyone's he's playing like, great. on him. But I, I, I feel like I'm the wrong, I'm in the wrong, but by the same token, no, uh, no and different. people like, again, I don't, when I bet my guys, like, I don't have massive reasons. Like, everyone bets for different reasons. I'm watching yeah, the broadcast. They're showing Cam Davis. He played well to get into the top 50. Driver, heavy course, bent grass, Cam Davis. That's it. It was like, I'm betting Cam Davis. Like, it wasn't even. And I think this is one of those weeks where you could really overanalyze it. And actually, it's exactly what you just said. Like, just pick the guys that are playing. Like, historically, the BMW Championship has just gone to people that are just in decent form going in. So yeah. why not take the guy that's gone ten, seven, and six? And it's with and places, it's, with yeah. places. And it's the same with Russell Henley. Like the Russell Henley thing makes me laugh because he's one of the shortest hitters in the field. But he's driving it so straight. He was like right in the mix here, going into the final round, despite opening with a seventy-four in twenty twenty. So Russell Henley for me is just. I bet him at the, at the open, so I had him and Brian Harmon as my long shots. And as we know, Brian, we won with yeah. Brian Harmon, so it was okay. Um, did you but, have? Did you have Russ at the Wyndham? No. You just been a first round leader. Yeah. Shout out, great call. Yeah, yeah. straight um, in, straight in first round leader. No, no, uh, no outright. But I think he can. I think people look at him and go like he's a short hitter. You can't back him. But I don't think that's necessarily the case. We see Brendan Todd finishing. Eighth. I I agree, and he's playing well. And I think he could be there with places though. Yeah, Rose. <laughs> we're talking about bad Europeans. Yeah, bad, bad European who decided to shoot a 61 on Saturday. Um, so it's there. And one, I think he's like the master of no cuts. Everyone talks about like Xander Shuffle and people like that. But this guy just grinds. And like, he what did he open with 76 and then goes 67, 61, 68, or whatever he does. And I just love where he's won tournaments memorial. He's won the, the 18T and Quicken Loans National twice. He's won the US Open at Marion. 
BMW this event, obviously, back in 2011. He lost the playoffs to Keegan Bradley, finished second again after that. Like, he loves this part of the country. I mean, Brian, my geography is absolutely terrible. So I consider this like a north, northeastern state or whatever. And he yeah, dominates kind of. in that area, right? Take it. Take it. Like, Ohio, Pennsylvania, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Marion, same thing. Like he, so he's in. Like Marion. So, like so do you wanna in. do you wanna hear some predatory behavior? Yeah. By a book. Bet365 is boosting Justin Thomas and Bryson DeChambeau to make the Ryder Cup team. And they're also boosting Bryson and Lucas Glover to make the Ryder Cup team. So Bryson is not making the Ryder Cup. No. So they're basically just letting you take the two people you want and, and using Bryson as the example. Yeah. yeah. Like, um so yeah, fuck the books. Um, yeah, that's tough. That, I mean, that's, that's bad because Bryson hasn't actually got anything. He hasn't got any time left to get in the team, has he? Yeah, like, no, I don't. What's I don't he going to do? Win, live Chicago, and they're going to yeah. go. Yeah, put him on the team. Um, have you made your first round leader picks other than Cam Davis? Cam Davis mm-hmm. is your first round leader. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Okay, I need to look. At, I haven't looked. You um, haven't looked. Okay. No. Well, Cam Davis obviously um, will be your first. Like, I, might, I might take a leaf out of your book and just because you tend to like. Just sometimes, outright, don't you? Sometimes, and I might just do that this week. Like I've got Russell Henley and and Justin Rose who love first round leaders. Like, why would I not back them too? Yeah, I, I I I've gone back and forth on it because I think that we're like kind of good at betting first round leaders. Like I get, but there's also been a lot of times where. You just know a guy can't win, but he can come out hot first round leader. I think anyone you bet over 50 to one should be on your first round leader card because I I just think that's a profitable strategy. But I think in the alt events, just bet bet your outright card first round leader. I don't think there's that much distinction, but even though they didn't win, I had Keegan first round leader at the Travelers. And I had Wyndham first round leader at the U.S. Open, and they both won, but didn't yeah. first round leader. So it's tough. I, I don't know where I land on it. I don't. No, so it was quite funny. There was someone in my office that used to just back my first round leaders in the outright yeah, market right. instead because he said, "Yeah, you don't get the first round leader in, but they just go on to win." So a little bit like what you just said there. And I, I think, um, look, I've people have seen probably my tweets. There's anyone that's watching this, like I've seen me just go way too into the weeds about first round leader when it's just the most volatile market in the entire world. But I do truly believe there is a little bit of a system to it. And it I base it on the fact of how many times can they get within two shots? And people look at it and go, like, why do you keep backing people to get within two shots? And it's like, like I consider if you were two shots short, like anything could have happened, but you could have lit yeah. out, you could have like just got stuck in a bunker or whatever. So I think if you were within two shots, maybe even three, you had a really good chance of being in the Yeah, and, and I yeah. truly believe – like, I love your first-round leader content. Like, you know I love first-round leaders. Like, you're yeah. really smart about it. I usually, Wednesday night, just kind of go and just be like, yeah, I think this guy could be a first-round leader. Yeah. Like, like I, that's – Interestingly, the, the, the least amount of done like research I've done recently was Russell Henley. Yeah. I was just like, it's the Wyndham, like – the guy he can't not, win, but he could be he first round. He's not gonna win. And honestly, that hurt me because after Wyndham, I like after Wyndham last two when he blew it, 
anytime it was a short positional course, I was like Russ Henley first round leader. Yeah. Like I loved it. And I bet him first round leader at the Wyndham the year before. So I basically had it. And it, and it used to be Munoz and it used to be yeah. uh, Post and used to be one of the ones that used to do it as well. So look, I think there's people like uh, I use like, the database I use. You just look at these players and just look at how many times they've been within the first round lead. Like most of the time, you'll have seen that they've shot. You're not going to say Olympia Fields because people aren't going to be shooting 63s yeah. or 64s, but they would have done it at some point. Yeah. And that's it. Um, I want to get you out of here, but let's talk DP for a second. My yep. resources are saying it's the worst event of the year. You seem to agree. There's yeah, two your resources. cuts. Yeah, There's two resources. cuts. Uh, no, so it's two courses. Um you you play one course each on Thursday and Friday, and there's two events going on. So there's a women's event and a men's event, but they're two separate tournaments for the same prize money. Um, so it's not like the Scandinavian mix where they're playing with each other. I I am being told there's a cut after Saturday. Is that, that false? Yeah, no, that's probably true actually. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> that would make sense because it's a big field. Um, okay, um, I like Blame Stone. Effener and Cantero. I didn't even know they were playing. Are you? They're are you challenge even... sure guys. Someone send me them. Yeah, that, that's but that's challenge. That's, that's that's a different event. No, no, no. I think they're playing in this event. Not in not in the not in the hander. I I trust jurors, um, but we'll see. Who do you like? Who should I bet on? Uh, Ewan Ferguson is really short, but he won it last year and he's playing well. He's eighteen to Boom. one. Okay, um, that's case. Can he win though? Can he win? Yes, and Casey Jarvis is seventy-five to one. Just bet him. Casey Jarvis. Casey Jarvis. What? Uh, why? Because he's leading the Challenge Tour rankings this year. He's won. Oh, so he's a Challenge Tour guy. He's a Challenge Tour guy. I'm he's in. won once. He's got I'm three in. seconds. Just okay. Sweet. Um, everyone, check out Tom's great show, Lost for Words podcast he's also does a dp world tour show on mail media network tom's a dear friend i'm glad we got to do two a year we'll do them early um not to be american centric like wish you were in the u.s because you're a great <laughs> bloke you're a great first round leader better and uh you're a great guy both hit brian Harmon at the open so I'll let you get out of here. Get a good night's sleep. I hope you didn't have anything important in the morning going on. I mean, look, as long as my employers don't see it, we're fine. Okay, um, sweet. I don't, I don't have anything important. It's just sweet. Right. Sweet. Okay, Tom, we'll get you out of here. Have a great night. And I'm probably not doing a pod next week for all the listeners. I don't really give a fuck. And I think that's a good move. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I don't I tend to just say I'm not going to do things and then do it for consistency purposes. Yes. So. I don't want to do it next week. Disclaimer. Yeah. I'm looking for a little bit of a break, but um, we will see everybody. Maybe I'll do a Ryder Cup pod, but maybe it's fine. doesn't matter. We'll talk soon.